This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call it Money Pit is presented by Greenworks Tools, Valspar, Jaws, and Jorgensen Tool. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are sheltering in place, stuck at home, just like the rest of America, and we are not letting that deter us from taking on projects around our homes, nor should you if you've got a project you want to get done. We'll have some tips and ideas to help you do it once, do it right, and not have to do it again, hopefully without even leaving the confines of your present home. There's so many opportunities now to buy stuff online, have product delivered, and so many projects that we're more motivated than ever because we're sick and tired of looking at the four walls as they stand now. If you've got a job like that you'd like to get done, let us help. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT or post your questions to us at moneypit.com. Coming up on today's show, when it's time to pull out your outdoor furniture, it's also time to give it a good scrub. We're going to have tips on how to best clean and prepare the furniture so it's ready for a fresh start this spring. And there's nothing that wears out a floor faster than the dirt and grime that everybody's dragging in on their feet. But cleaning wood floors is a challenge because the wood absorbs moisture and then it can warp or twist or grow mold if you get it too wet. We're going to have some tips on how to keep those hardwood floors clean without damaging them. And if you've been getting a little tired of staring at your white walls or dirty walls or gross walls while you're home, it might be time for a paint job. You know, paint's the fastest and easiest way to spruce things up. And the good news is is that there's a new high-tech paint on the market that makes interior painting actually easier than ever. It absolutely primes and paints in one coat. And I did I used some of this on a project at my house, and I was amazed at the coverage we got with just a single coat. So we'll tell you all about that in just a bit. But first, the show is all about helping you with your home improvement questions, your decor questions. So give us a call. Let us know what you are working on or what you plan to tackle, and we'll help you get that done. Plus, today, you'll also get a chance at winning some tools to help you get those projects done. We're featuring the Jorgensen Easy Hold Expandable Bar Clamp Package worth $80. So give us a call right now with your home decor, your home improvement, your home remodeling questions. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Keith in Illinois is on the line. How can we help you today? Uh, I have a one-and-a-half-story house that has a, uh, on the second floor is the, um, all the rooms are basically half height. They've got the, in the middle, they're full height, but on the edges, they're, they're not, you know, that's where the closets are at. During certain times of the year, the trusses tend to expand, and it lifts the drywall in the edges and causes it to curl, you know, along the seams. And the builder wanted to put uh, crown molding up there to prevent that. And what I had wanted to do, obviously, was prevent the action completely. 
uh, it had been recommended before to add ventilation above the attic to get good airflow through there. The builder has said that by adding additional venting, which would be, I would consider, the side vents, he said that would actually ruin the venting system that's already in place, which is in the east. Do you have any additional recommendations for that? Well, a couple of things. First of all, truss lift happens when the trusses shrink and they pull up in the middle of the room, and that's why you get the ceiling cracks, correct? Yes. And the ventilation you have right now, do you have continuous soffit venting? Yes. And do you have ridge venting down the peak of the roof? Yes. Well, you've already got the best ventilation system out there. So as long as that's working properly, it's not blocked, there's no point in putting additional ventilation in there. Okay. Now, um, is it possible for you to get above the trusses down, like uh, right above the ceiling? Uh, well, you know, I can't get above that area. I mean, they, it's boxed off, and, of course, they have it insulated, but they do have the, uh, you know, the styrofoam uh, blocks that prevent the insulation from blocking the, the truss. But, no, I can, you know, unless I cut through the top of the roof, I cannot get above the, above the ceiling there. Well, I mean, the, if if the trusses were installed correctly, which of course isn't going to help you, uh, there are some L-shaped truss clips that they would have installed that could have prevented this problem that help as the roof expands and contracts. The reason I asked you if you could get to them is because they may be able you may be able to install them after the fact, but if you can't get to them, then I'm afraid there's really not an easy solution to this. If you were to add a second layer of drywall over what you have, and you were very careful to make sure that the seams didn't line up with the seams you have now, you may create a roof that's strong enough or a ceiling that's strong enough to not show cracks like it is. I would also glue the new layer to the old layer. But again, I would overlap those seams, so to speak. Does that make sense to you? Yes, so they don't line up. And that might make it strong enough because right now there's no strength in the seams. You know, it's just the paper, so that's yeah. going to be the weakest part of the of the ceiling structure. If you were to put a second layer of drywall and glue across that, then I think you would have a really, really sturdy ceiling, and it would be unlikely that it would continue to crack. If I could stand on the, you know, because I can get in the attic and, and get up to the where the where the tubifors come together in the truss. Would I be able to screw in a uh, a bracket there? That's what you're suggesting to basically strengthen that joint? Keith, if you can get on top of the drywall, so to speak, those trusses are going to be attached to interior walls in some places, correct? Yes. So what you would do is you would have to detach them from the interior walls, and you would put an L-clip in place of the nails. The clip is attached on one side. There's a slot on the other, and that allows the truss to move up and down, and it will relieve some of that off-lift and cracking. Now, when you do that, you might see over the next year, uh, if, if the truss starts to try to move again, you may see some nail pops that occur. And if that's the case, you want to punch them up and through to kind of relieve the pressure and then patch the drywall. But I do think by the time you go through all that work, that it might be an easier solution just to put a second layer of drywall on because your pro- your problem is primarily with the seams, and that's going to be the easiest way to fix that. Yeah, it does sound like it. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Keith. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Louise in Delaware is on the line with some carpenter bees visiting her home. Tell us what's going on. Yes, ma'am. Um, I have um, a deck in my 
at my back door, and I have a, a roof. It doesn't extend all the way out to the end of the deck, just about halfway. And I've been having for several years um, a major problem with carpenter bees. They they actually make perfectly round holes in the roof of the deck. And I I had an exterminator a couple years ago, and he said he would spray it, but no guarantees. And he sprayed it, and maybe for about five days, I didn't see them, but they came right back. But someone told me, um, it was actually another exterminator, a really older lady. She said to um, get steel wool and put steel wool in the holes because they can't get out through the steel wool because my cousin... Uh, put cotton balls soaked in bleach in the holes she had on her deck, and they actually ate through through the cotton balls, and they ate through um, the caulking. There's the do-yourself methods, and there's the professional methods. I'm troubled by the fact that you hired an exterminator, sounds like it was some time ago, and they wouldn't guarantee a result. That's not acceptable. Most professional exterminators have the tools, the knowledge, and uh, the pesticides to effectively eliminate carpenter bees with a reasonable guarantee of success. So if you have such a serious problem as this, I would definitely suggest that you go find yourself a new exterminator, uh, maybe from a national brand company like Orkin. You'd have better success with that. Now, if you want to do this yourself, you know, the reason that the bees form those holes is because they're, they're nesting. And so the way they're treated is you spray pesticide inside those holes. You can also spray something that's petroleum-based inside the holes because they don't like that. Um, you can fill them with steel wool. There's lots of ways that you could try this yourself. But given the, the severity of the problem, I would suggest you find a good exterminator that can treat it with the right type of pesticide and you not have to worry about it. And I don't think you had a pro last time. You get a pro to address this problem and just get it done once and for all. All right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Wally in New Jersey, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Uh, I've got a little problem with a drainage tile. I have a uh, three-foot drainage uh, concrete old uh, tile that was running through a property. And it's right on the property line. And it goes into, it, it marries up to a three-foot steel tile, three-foot uh, three steel um, drainage tile. The concrete tile has corroded and broke, and it's collapsing, which is causing water to come up through the ground. I'm not really sure how to um, get, get these two tiles back together, what, what the solution is for this, whether it needs to be... Uh, an excavator, or I don't know. So how deep are we talking about here? Well, it's, um, the top of the tile is only about 10 inches below the ground. It used to be, it, what it is, it's a, it's a runoff off the road, which which goes through actually three properties, and then it goes back into like an open creek, so all this tile did was... But Wally, if it's only 10 inches off the off the surface, then the easiest thing to do is to dig it up from the surface and, re- and repair it. There are ways to repair pipes that are in place underground. There are ways to line pipes. There are systems out where essentially a fiberglass sleeve can be put inside of an existing pipe that has failed and cracked. 
but they're pretty expensive, and you usually reserve those for places where you can't dig. But if you can ex- if you can access this thing within a foot of the surface or two feet of the surface, then it's definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Yeah, it's 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 making a big mess. It we had such a hard uh, yeah. hard winter up north up here that I I think some just gave and broke and. Got a big mass, actually. Well, if it's that high up in the soil line, it's above the frost line. So obviously, when it gets wet, it freezes and it cracks. It expands and cracks. So that's something that's going to keep repeating itself because of its position. So that's the solution: is uh, some kind of fiberglass uh, liner. So so break the uh, break that tile or the concrete pipe back further, then try to slide a bigger tile into it and then into the uh, skill. No, no. No, 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 you misunderstand. Okay. What I'm saying is that you, you want to dig down and replace the sections of broken pipe. Now, if you don't want to do that, you can line the pipe. It's not a do-it-yourself project. Uh, you need to find a company that can do it. And the way that's done is they push from, like, they, they access the pipe at one point, and they push what kind of looks like a fiberglass sock into the line, and then they fill the pipe with hot water, and it cures it and forms sort of a tube or a pipe within a pipe. But, like, that's the kind of thing that you do if you're going into driveways or around pools and stuff where you really don't want to cause any... Well, this is just through a yard. Yeah, if it's just through a yard, just dig it up, replace it, and call it a day. Okay, thank you very kindly. Wally, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. 
Hey, here's a great reason to reach out. We've got up for grabs a great prize this hour, the Jorgensen Easy Hold Expandable Bar Clamp Package. It's a handy clamping system that you'll be able to clamp tight with just one hand, and you can join them together to even tackle a larger project. You're going to get two Jorgensen Easy Hold 24-inch medium-duty expandable bar clamps worth 80 bucks. That number again is one eight 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 Money Pit. Give us a call right now. You could win that great Jorgensen package at one eight 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 Money Pit. Pat in South Dakota is on the line with a painting project. How can we help you? Can you repaint vinyl siding? Yes, you can repaint vinyl. Well, you'd be painting it initially, not even repainting it. But I will tell you this: once you paint, you do have to repaint. So you're not going to have the maintenance-free surface that you had once before. You will have to repaint it. Now, that said, if you're going to do the repainting or you're going to paint it, uh, you want to make sure that you use a product that's designed specifically for vinyl siding. And I would only use a product from a top brand like Benjamin Moore or Sherwin-Williams. They both have their own line of vinyl siding paint. So choose your paint carefully. Make sure it's good quality paint. And keep in mind that eventually you're going to have to repaint it. Okay. I was wondering. Thank you so much. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, now that the pollen is falling, the time has come for your outdoor furniture to come out and catch some, right? But it's a good idea <laughs> to clean it up and eliminate any mold or moss or mildew or yuck that may have formed in the fall or formed in storage or is just starting to kind of crust over again. So we thought we'd put together some tips on how to do just that. Now, at our house, we like to start by running any cushions that are machine washable through the washer and then letting them dry outside in the sun really, really well. And if you can't wash them, at the least, you can vacuum any that can't be run through a washer. And here's a tip. Vacuum them outside because if you're pulling any pollen off, you don't want it to slip through the filter and shoot right back into your house, right? So take the vacuum outside and do all the work there. Now, for plastic furnishings, they can get stained and pretty nasty looking. What you need to do here is you can make a really great cleaning solution yourself. And you might have all of this stuff in your house right now. So you want to mix dish soap, borax, and a half a cup of peroxide into one gallon of water. And then using a nylon brush, you can scrub down those furnishings and rinse well. If you've got metal furniture, it's really just going to be soapy water and some elbow grease. It's going to take a lot of, you know, your personal strength there to help clean that furnishings. You can also remove any rust and stains with sandpaper or a wire brush, and then go ahead and prime and repaint those spots. This will help you avoid any further rusting that could occur. And for wood furniture, you want to wash it down with oil soap, like Murphy's oil soap. Then let it dry really well, and it's also a good time to think about anything that needs to be refinishing. Best to do it now at the start of the season, and it will look good right through to the fall. Todd in Utah is on the line and is looking for some help in insulating the garage. Tell us about it. Well, what I've got is I've got a, a garage that I work out of, and I like to do woodworking and, uh, you know, just all around playing around with whatever I, project I have. But it gets cold here in Utah, and uh, I like using my rafters to put, you know, boards and extra uh, equipment, pontoon boats, you know, a little bit of everything out there. But I want to be able to insulate it to save a little bit of the heat so it's bearable in the winter. And I was hoping that there would be a way to maybe uh, spray the upper inside of that with a spray foam or a spray insulation. Or what do you suggest to be the best without having to sheetrock 
and lose all that space. Well, you certainly could use spray foam insulation. In fact, I personally used isonine insulation in my haddock, and we did just that. We sprayed in between the rafters with the insulation, and then we coated it with a thermal barrier. And with eight inches of isonine insulation, we were able to pick up R30, which is a substantial amount of insulation. So you could hire a local dealer to add spray foam insulation to the underside of those rafters and seal that in nice uh, and warm. And it also will, will seal drafts, which is the other benefit of spray foam insulation. Um, but remember, you're also going to have to add some heat. Once you keep that, that, uh, that, that area insulated, you're going to have to add some heat. It just insulating itself is not going to make it warm enough. Okay. And then I would expect the weakest link in the house would be around the garage. Correct. So you're going to at least have to do some significant weather stripping to try to keep those drafts down. That's exactly what I want to do. I just I like to use my time and being retired. Yeah. I don't want to look out the window during winter. I'd rather be doing something. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like that's your man cave. Yeah, it is right now. <laughs> All, All right. right. Hey, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Well, we get more questions about floors than just about any other topic on the show, and cleaning a hardwood floor is an area that's always a challenge. To pick up some tricks and tips on how to get it done right, we welcome Bruce Yakko from Jaws. Welcome, Bruce. Hey, Tom. Hey, you know, there is nothing that wears out a floor faster than the dirt and grime that everybody drags in on their feet and grinds into the floors. But cleaning those wood floors is a challenge because the wood absorbs moisture and it can warp or twist or grow mold if it gets too wet. So how do we keep those floors clean without damaging them in the process? Well, the beauty of it is, you know, number one, you never want to saturate wood. But secondly, that there's very few hardwoods out there that aren't, uh, that you have a coating on top. And so that sealer that they're putting or the finish that they put over the top, urethane, is to protect the wood and keep it looking good for years to come. 
But if you're using products that are too aggressive, too harsh, aren't neutral in pH, that you're going to start to strip that finish off the floor. And when you do that, now you're down into the wood and you have those those issues. Now let's talk about how the JAWS system works. It stands for Just Add Water, Bruce. So what we've got here is you've got a bottle that you're sending around with a pod refill cartridge, and you're basically adding that pod to the bottle, adding water, closing the top, and it suddenly becomes that cleaner, which is fantastic because you're cutting down on plastic usage, you're keeping shipping costs down, which is good for the consumer, it's good for everybody, and good for the environment. Now, when it comes to the floor cleaner, we have to be really careful about the balance because we don't want to oversaturate the floor and damage the floor. You've really got to make sure that you're balancing the need to clean that floor without damaging the floor. Well, the beauty of JAWS is you get exact dilution every time. So when you fill up that bottle to the water line, you insert that cartridge and tighten down on the sprayer, your dilution comes up exactly every time. And so the beauty of it is that no matter what kind of soil you're getting on that floor, and people track in. I guess I guess if people didn't wear shoes into the house, you wouldn't have dirty floors. But uh, having the ability to, to clean those those different kinds of surfaces – there's, there's nothing that drives you crazier than you mop the whole floor, you turn around, the sun comes in through the window, and you see that haze on the floor. Well, that haze is either the product has attacked the finish on the floor, which is a problem, or it's left residue on that floor. Now, the residue is soap. And so that soap, when your feet get wet, you come back in, you're tracking, you're basically cleaning the bottoms of your shoes on your floor, so your floor is going to get dirtier faster but the other piece is that it, that it really is very unsightly, and, and soap with water becomes slippery. And so what we talk about is that when we clean with our neutral jaws cleaner, is that we're cleaning, we're not leaving residues behind, we're not leaving any soap behind, we're not taking it and they need to finish off the floor, and we're not putting anything on that floor that doesn't make, we call it snubbing action, Tom, where, where your feet, they don't slip on that floor, but they, they bond a little bit better to that floor. Right, this is the catch, there yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep, understood. Now, the technique here is to spray and wipe and spray and wipe. What kind of a, of a floor product do you suggest for that? Is it a mop or is or what? Sponge mop or, or what do you suggest? Well, really, you can use a microfiber on the bottom of, of a uh, of, of a, a normal floor floor mop. You can use a normal floor mopping uh, item. You know, most of the people what they'll do is they'll spray the floor or the bottom of the um, uh, right. I'll say mm-hmm. Swiffer yeah. Swiffer type unit. And um, and then um, go ahead and just mop that floor. And the beauty of it, it doesn't require a rinse. So, um, you know, once you get done with that mopping, it's a one quick, easy, you know, spray the floor, mop the floor, and then walk away. And when it dries, it dries, you know, bright and clear and residue free. You know, and let's not ignore the other floor surfaces here. While this is a great cleaner for a wood surface floor, it's also fantastic for tile, for laminate. Sure, absolutely. Think about how many different surfaces you might have in your home. And that's like with all the JAWS products, whether it be the glass cleaner for TV screens, computer screens, iPads, and iPhones. You know, having the ability to take one product, not 50 different products, and use them across the spectrum, as you say, whether they be bamboo, terrazzo, tile and grout, or marble and granite. Uh, having the ability to clean the hardwood floors as well as any other floor surface in your home and do it safely, effectively, efficiently, and inexpensively is really what we're after. The product is the JAWS Hardwood Cleaner, and that is available, one of the six products available from JAWS. You can go to their website at jawscleans.com. 
Check out the glass cleaner, the daily shower cleaner, the kitchen degreaser, uh, the granite and natural stone cleaner, and the Jaws disinfectant cleaner, in addition to the floor cleaner at JawsCleans.com. And by the way, uh, Bruce's team has offered uh, is offering our listeners a discount, significant one, 25% off. So if you enter the promo code MONEYPIT at checkout, you will get 25% off of your order. Bruce, thanks for doing that, and, and thanks for the great work you guys are doing with these products because we really enjoy them here uh, at our house, and uh, it just makes so much sense for us and uh, for our health and for the environment. Well, thank you very much, Tom. I do appreciate your support, and, you know, it, it's it's time we, we move forward, and with Earth Day and all those other things, uh, certainly time to uh, uh, move forward here and, and, and stop throwing away single-use bottles. Here's a great reason to reach out. We've got a great prize available this hour. It's the Jorgensen Easy Hold Expandable Bar Clamp Package. Now, it's a handy clamp that you will be able to make tight and hold everything together with just one of your hands, so it frees up all your hands for all these wonderful projects that you are tackling. You're going to get two Jorgensen Easy Hold 24-inch medium-duty expandable bar clamps and surprise worth 80 bucks. So give us a call for your chance to win. That number again is one eight 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 Money Pit. We're going to talk with Dot in Wisconsin, who's got a decking question. How can we help you with your project? Yes, my deck is located on the south side of my house. And every year we've been putting a, a paint on it. And it's where we get a lot of sun. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm wondering if there's a special kind of paint I should use because it peels a lot. So there are special paints for decks. And if you're continuing to put more coats of paint on the old deck, my concern is that you're never going to get good adhesion. You may have too many coats of paint on that now. Are you using paint or stain, Dot? Um, it's, I believe it's a paint. I'm afraid at this point, what you really need to do is to remove that paint so you can get down to the original wood because you can't put good paint over bad paint. It's going to continue to peel. And once you get down to that wood, then you should prime it and then paint it. But if you're able to get most of the paint off, and perhaps you can because apparently it's not sticking well, where you you really don't have too much left, then I would recommend not using paint on it. I would use solid color stain. It's still going to give you a continuous color, um, but it's going to absorb better into the wood, and it'll kind of fade rather than peel, and I think that's what you're shooting for. Type of product to remove the stuff that's on there now. Yeah, there's a wide variety of paint strippers out there. I would look for um, one of the citrus-based products and try that. Uh, you're gonna, you may have to try a couple of them until you find the one that works best with your particular deck. Okay, thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Well, if you've been getting just a bit tired of staring at your walls while we're all stuck at home in the quarantine, painting a room is really the easiest way to spruce things up. But if you want to get the job done quickly and with as few coats as possible, there's a new paint in the market now that can help. It's at Lowe's, and it's called Valspar Signature. Now, Tom, you had a chance to test this out. What did you think? Well, first of all, it's a paint plus primer, which is awesome because that means step you don't have... saver. Yeah, step saver. You don't have to prime the walls. It also has a high hiding capability, which basically means you need usually one coat and it has a stain-resistant technology, so you can easily paint over existing wall colors and then wash off the stains that form. So that's what they said it would do. I was like, all right, I got to test this. So I took some wall boards, and I scuffed them up really, really badly. And then I painted one coat of the Paint Plus Primer on top of it, 
totally covered it. Looked at it, you know, like an hour later, couldn't see any of the scuff marks. I left some of the scuff like on the side so I could see where we came from. I covered all of it. All right. I'm like, okay, good. So what about the stain resistance? What do I got in the house? I was able to dribble some coffee and also some grape juice, right? Those are two pretty nasty solid stains. I put them on the boards and then I let the boards dry for like hours. And when you saw it, you would have been like gross. And then I just sprayed it with a little kitchen cleaner and literally it was like magic. One, two, three, as I washed across it with a, like a, like a kitchen cloth. It just wiped everything right off, right back to the paint color. So I was pretty darn impressed. I think they did a really good job with the product, and it really does cover well, and it does clean well, which are two things that are absolutely critical, especially if you got kids. Yeah, and I've got <laughs> two or three possible painting projects, depending on how long this quarantine goes on for. I've got the boys both in the middle of organizing their bedrooms, which, you know, in kid time is taking forever, because they're like, I'll just do this one toy drawer now, and then the next day, <laughs> or in three days, I'll do the next toy drawer. And I'm like, just do the whole room. If we do the whole room, I'll paint the room. It'll be so fun. But I also want to paint the dining room, and I know you're not for this, but I think I want to paint the dining room black. Listen, you're the decorator, so if you say it's going to work, I'm just, I, I and I understand that sometimes it's hard to imagine things, but I can't imagine what an all-black dining room is going to look like, but I bet you it will be gorgeous. Well, we'll find out. Maybe I'll give this Valspar paint a try. It's a 100% acrylic latex formula. It's going to give you a mold and mildew-resistant finish, which is great. It's Green Guard Gold certified for air quality, and since we're all stuck inside, you got to make sure you're breathing in fresh air. You can find this in an eggshell, satin, flat, and semi-gloss finish. So maybe I will put on my gloves and my mask and pre-order some paint at Lowe's. Yep, and it's not expensive. A gallon just starts at about 30 bucks at Lowe's. Marion Florida is looking to make her kitchen bigger by taking away from her deck. Tell us what's going on at your money pit. Well, I have a fairly small kitchen dining room area, and I was wanting to expand it. We have a patio deck. deck's probably about 30 by 10 feet um, that's directly attached to it. There's glass sliding doors that's attached to it. We was wanting to find some way that we could enclose that and make that more of a um, off-season type area as opposed to a couple weeks out of the year. I didn't know if you had any suggestions, ideas. All right. Well, first of all, Mary, you can't take your deck and then sort of put four walls on it and a roof and call it an addition because decks are not designed for that. They're not really part of the foundation of the home. And I've seen a lot of folks do exactly that. And Ultimately, it catches up with you. Usually, if you try to sell the house or something of that nature, it doesn't meet the code requirements. It's just generally a bad idea. Um, what you could do um, for that space to make it more of a year-round use might be to consider adding some heating or something of that nature, but it's always going to be an outdoor space. You can't take an outdoor deck and turn it into an indoor space. I mean, that's an addition. And and you can't just put a door and some walls and a roof and some screening or whatever you're planning and, and, and call that now like an extension of, of your kitchen because it, it just doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. With everybody working from home, a lot of you are asking us how to create a better home office. I've got a post here from Lewis who writes, I have only two outlets in my home office with all of my computer equipment. I've got about a million things plugged into two surge protectors coming out of the outlets. How much can one outlet handle? Should I call an electrician and get more outlets installed? This sounds like a really bad recipe here. 
Well, look, the truth is that we may have a lot of things to plug in, but they don't necessarily need a lot of power. I mean, in your house today, most of us have laptops, not a lot of power there. We've got, you know, cell phones to plug in. Maybe a printer could take like the most power, but most printers don't really use that much. So it's unlikely that you need more outlets. You may need more outlets in like your surge protector or your power strip, but that's not a bad thing either because if you get the power strip and you're using that primarily, it's a really smart idea to turn off the switch that's on the end of it when you're not using the home office because all those transformer blocks that we're all putting in to charge everything today, they keep running. You get like sort of this this vampire power that like leaks out of it and that costs you money. So I think you're probably okay with outlets. Um, just make sure that you are not, uh, you're using those surge protectors properly. And by the way, you cannot daisy chain surge protectors together. In other words, you cannot uh, extend into two surge protectors by taking one and plugging it into the other because electronically they will compete and it can get really bad. So do not put two together like that. You can put them on separate uh, separate outlets from the wall, but don't plug one into another just to pick up more space, more receptacles. All right. I hope that helps you out, and I hope you're enjoying your working from home situation. And, you know, don't lose power in front of something important. Make sure you save and back up. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Well, if you've ever completed a fix-up project only to have it break down again a short time later, Leslie's got tips for turning those nagging problems into one-and-done jobs in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, you know, fixing the same problem over and over again is totally a drag, and it always seems to happen with some projects more than others. So to bring an end to those vicious cycles, the solution is to change the way you tackle that project, and that's going to help you get to the root of the issue. So first of all, if peeling paint is your problem, the next time you see some peeling paint, don't just slap another coat on top of all that peeling paint. Instead, strip away the old stuff with a paint stripper or a chemical. And then here's the key. Apply a primer before you reapply that top coat. The primer is really what's going to make it all stick together and help it stick for good. Now, if your basement seems to spring a leak every time you fix the last one, there's a good chance that the real issue there is poor drainage. So you want to make sure you grade that soil away from your home's foundation and then also make sure that your gutters are releasing the water at least four to six feet away from the exterior walls. And that'll help you find a much drier space below grade at home. And if you want to put away that caulking gun once and for all, think about better ways to do it. Now, if the caulk between your shower tiles keeps cracking or breaking, fill that bathtub with water before you fill in the caulk one final time. The weight of that water is going to expand the gap that you need to fill, which later, once that tub is emptied, will contract and then give you a nice, tight, long-lasting fit. Great tips. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, if you'd like to add more lighting outside this summer, is it a project you can do yourself or do you need to hire a pro? Well, you may be surprised to know that thanks to some new technology, exterior lighting make this a totally DIY project. And we'll tell you how on the very next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.